And welcome to this week's episode of the Half Hour Happy Hour Ladies, Ladies Night. I'm Alison Hayslip. I'm Maud Garrett. For the next 30 ish minutes, we're going to be sitting some booze and spitting some news. Mm-hmm. And we're always going to spit it at White Wine Mandango, Tom Krajewski. Oh, not in the face. Hi, not, Tom. not in the face. I'm not spit my face. Only on the chest. Yeah. Only yeah, on the chest. On the ch- what? Whoa, whoa. Hey, yeah. Whee. Here we go, ladies. Hey guys. Yeah. What's we have, happening? We have mood lighting today in the studio. It's Bounce. sexy. Wow. How do I look? Can you, you see look, my wrinkles in this light? You look glowy, Tom. I glow? Dewey. You actually do kind of look nice. dewy and beautiful. Maybe I'm dewey. pregnant. Dewey. Oh, maybe Am that's I it. Are you pregnant? Oh, my gosh. I watched Are an episode pranked? of Grey's Anatomy oh, last yeah? night where a woman... Thought she was having bowel issues, and instead oh. she gave birth in a CT <laughs> scanner. In the CT that scanner, that happens yep. more than what? I ever thought yeah. it would. What do you mean? I read the paper. Yeah, people right. not knowing that they're pregnant. Oh, oh I thought you meant giving birth in a CT scanner. Yeah. I was like, did the CT? No, some okay. people give birth Wait, in the toilet. Did I? T- did oh, I tell the story of my friend who didn't realize how yeah, pregnant she was? Yeah, 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 I did. Okay, I don't yeah. know. See? Okay, you did. Yeah, yeah. Yes. My friend found out she was pregnant when she was five months pregnant. Oh yeah. Yeah, which is insane. That's crazy. I know. I mean, thankfully she found out and she didn't give birth in a toilet, but yeah. <laughs> She's now had the baby. It's gorgeous, uh, gorgeous girl. Gorgeous I want girl. a baby. You, you do? Want, do you want a baby? Yeah. You want kids? Oh. How many kids would you have? Uh, one's enough. One's I got enough. a dog, so yeah. You, you just need you, Zelda and a baby. Yes. Would you prefer boy, girl? Boy. See, that's interesting because like I want a little boy because yeah. I know what I was like when I was a little girl and I was singing to the fairies in the garden and I just don't need that. I'd be like, come on, <laughs> boy, you pansy, what are you doing? I would make up songs all the time. See, I sang all the time oh, too. God. That's what I would love. That's why I'd rather have a daughter. I think. Oh, really? I don't want to have a boy. Boys are jerks. I want to ra- exactly. I want to raise yeah. a little feminist. I want to teach guys how to I stick up that. for bullies okay. or oh, two bullies. Stick sorry, up, stick up for bullies. No, stick up two <laughs> bullies and to. <laughs> Treat women and girls with respect and yeah. to learn yeah. to get rejected. So, yeah, that's actually a pretty, yeah. pretty big one for us men who feel. Because I feel like <laughs> for you yeah. men emotions. Who feel, you feel emotions. <laughs> when, when, yeah. Continue. Yeah. I, I used to sing all the time as a little girl, like to the point where like we would go to bed and like once the house was all quiet, I would just like sit up in my bed and sing songs. Aww. About and, the day as well. It was like. Yeah. Or like yeah. make up music really? or whatever. Yeah. 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 And it, I, it took me so many years to realize that I was not like in a soundproof room. That I'm <laughs> sure my parents sat up and heard me singing there all she the goes time. Again. <laughs> yeah, but to me, I was like, I was in my own world. It was like where my imagination ran free, and I would just like sing little songs. And that's why I want a boy. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. So no one's keeping you up at night He's- singing their little songs. <laughs> I just, I, uh, I just don't want to have to tell my daughter that fairies aren't real. Like uh, immediately. Yeah. What'd you name your boy? Link. Link. <laughs> yes. Yeah. I called my dog Zelda, so I, Zelda. I would yeah. try. I think Link, and it's like, is it short for Lincoln? No, it's just Link. Just Link. Link. And then every time I lose my my son, because I will, <laughs> I'll be like, I'm missing Link. <laughs> oh, my. Actually, a friend of mine actually lost her son in a park this 
like a week and a half ago that or something like that. That is frightening as anything. Yes, yeah. And I mean, I, totally not her fault at all. It was like, you know, one of these, like, he was playing with a bunch of boys and the boys were like running in and out of these bushes and then all of a sudden all the other boys ran out and he didn't. And he's like two-ish, oh, I think. Um, and it was like, as she went in there, couldn't find oh him. Like gosh. the whole park, like she was like sobbing. The whole park was looking for him. And finally they found him because he's um, potty training Oh, <laughs> so he's he's learned t- that he's not supposed to go to the bathroom in front of people. So he apparently snuck off behind the bushes to find an even thicker brush <laughs> to do a poop to do a poop. And so they she like found him, thank God. But she was like, it was the worst moment of my life. I don't want yeah. kids anymore. No. And you're like, I'm done. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> Sorry. But I feel like every parent goes through a moment where they've lost I like I wandered lost off track of their child. We went to the yeah, we went to the park. Yeah. I wandered off with my then best friend and it was so interesting to see how different our parents responded to oh. it. Yeah. She got smacked in front of everyone. No! Like oh, a lot. No. What? Yeah. It was like, how dare you? You worried me sick. Smack, smack. And then my parents were just like, hey, don't do that. We got yeah. really worried. And I remember like being feeling so sorry for her and embarrassed by like for her yeah. because she got yeah. Completely, yeah, punished I, in public. Wow. And my parents were just like, we really need to have a chat about uh, safety. Yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah. My mom loves uh, telling this story about my, my brother when I think my brother was like two, like just like learning how to walk super independently, you know, and we had gone to, um, there's this water park or this park, the amusement park in Pennsylvania that's a Sesame Place. Yeah, cool. I think it's called just Sesame Place or is it Sesame Sunny Street days. Land? No, I think it's Sesame Place. It's like an amusement park for little kids, clearly. But we were in the water park area and uh, my mom was like reading a book while my brother was sitting in like the little kitty waiting pod and then all of a sudden she looked up from the book and Greg was not there and she was like, oh my God. And she just like like started scouring the waiting yeah, pond, yeah. waiting pool and like looking all over and she was like losing her mind and she finally went over to the bigger kid pool which is where I was and then she found Greg there and she was like Gregory what are you doing and apparently Greg just stood up and was like mom I told you I was coming over here (laughs) just so defiant and like I told you you didn't listen this isn't my fault at two yeah. <laughs> I just realized if you want instant anxiety, uh-huh. we should yeah. talk about moments where parents lose children. Uh, <laughs> instant anxiety. I yeah. got lost in the mall as a kid because I left my mom in the bathroom. Aww. So, yeah, we were, my sister was eating ice cream. So we go into the bathroom to clean her face up. And I tell my mom, I'm going to go wait in the elevator. Yeah. So I ran away from her. She's like, no, don't run away. And I got in the elevator. <laughs> like, and she's bye. running towards me and the <laughs> door's closed. Was, oh, no. Wait, you the elevator, I did. I All remember. Right, yeah. No, keep telling it because mom yeah. doesn't know. This was before mom. Yeah. And so, then the next this thing I know, the, the doors, yeah, <laughs> yeah, before mod. <laughs> the doors open. There's this big tall guy there, and I'm like, "Where am I?" And then I just started crying, and they they found me. My mom came, yeah. and she's all bawling her eyes but out. But see, at least you were, lost me. You were aware that something had gone. Oh wrong. yeah, totally. You know I was I mean? terrified of like getting lost for years after that. That was mm. traumatic for me. Uh, yeah, public, public transport, trains. Very first time we went on a train, uh-huh. it was mom and my two brothers and I. Um, I think we did because um, my brother was just going to high school, and so we did the train trip to Ooh. like with him, so he yeah. knew oh, like yeah. how to get to his new high school. Anyway, on the way back, we uh, were at our stop and totally oblivious. Mom's like, "Oh, quick, it's us!" and she runs up and jumps <laughs> off the train, and she's like, "Come on!" Oh and no! 
cars just shut on us. Oh, no. We out of the train and we got to the oh next station. Oh, my God. No way. I, the train has driven up with my children. Oh, my gosh. I would have lost my mind. So calm. We are just like, all right, I guess we just get That's off at the awesome. next one and wait for mom to come and get us. Oh, <laughs> my God. Well, but That's at least great. you had one. There was one high schooler with you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There was someone. Yeah. In, he was actually was the worst. Probably. He was panicking the most. <laughs> really? And I was I'm, just like, guys, it's fine. We'll sort it out. It's okay. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> yeah. But wow. I was also I was also my older brother's babysitter. So at nine years of <laughs> oh, age, no mum and dad were like, this is the first time we've gone out for dinner in a decade. And uh, Maud's in charge. Yes. <laughs> Maud, here are all the numbers. I'm youngest by like two and three years. Like, they're yeah. completely wow. older than me. And they're like, <laughs> they just accepted it. They were like, yeah, of course Maud's in charge. Uh, but yeah, clearly but. the most responsible. Thank you. Yeah. What do your brothers do now? Um, one's a surveyor and the other one's a data analyst. Um, surveyor. The data analyst the, is yeah. um, the dad. It's kind of sick um, that I am an aunt, but I'm already a terrible aunt because I was supposed to go back to Australia for his first birthday. And then, yeah. of course, my brother, like I see a post while I'm, on, I'm, well, I'm in London at a pub, yeah, a few beers deep. Of course. And it was like, yeah, it's my son's first birthday. And I was like, oh, God. <laughs> and so I managed to get like a table oh. of people to sing oh, happy birthday good. to my one-year-old nephew. And then my brother FaceTimes halfway through it. <laughs> and it's my little nephew who's like, you know, so cute. And so we're all just live singing him happy birthday cool. in front of everyone else. Like, I hope that made up for me being the shittest aunt already. <laughs> yeah. But at the end of the day, he's one. So yeah. I've got like at least two more years before I have to step up my You've game. You've got plenty yeah. of time to yeah. make that up. Um, Hi, Arthur. Sp- oh, Arthur. Birthday, Arthur. What a sweet name. Auntie Maud loves you. Yeah. I call him Artu. You call him Artu. Beautiful. Speaking of Arthur, did you guys see that Alabama has banned airing one of the Arthur episodes because there's a gay marriage on it. I'm like, I did see that, yeah. what is happening right <laughs> okay, now? The fact that mouse <laughs> are standing and getting married yeah, is they're not... actually the- <laughs> rats. Oh, my bad. Are you better, rats, yes. It's, it's a gay Arthur, rat marriage. How is that? <laughs> the gay part is not the most alarming part no, about that series. Exactly. And I just picture, was it... Um, Oh, Chrissy Teigen saying that uh, her husband is like Arthur with the... the oh, I got with the fist. fist. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> I love that you think you say Chrissy Teigen's husband as opposed to John Legend. Like, he yeah. isn't famous enough on his own. Well, maybe he needs to up the legend part. Oh, oh nice, nice. he's a fucking legend. Legend. Um, speaking of drinking a little too much, I'm just going back to your pub yeah. story. Uh, Game of Thrones finale. I'm so mad. I definitely oh, drank yes. a little too much after that. I screamed uh-huh. and then I cried. I sobbed. I was jet really? lagged and tired, um, but no, there was. It just wouldn't stop. I, the tears were just like running yeah. out of my face. Really? I wasn't yeah. I, like huh. clearly. A lot of people are like, like almost violently upset yeah. about this final season of Game of Thrones to the point where a million people have signed a petition. A million have signed oh, that petition. Oh, yes, yeah. to redo oh, the last my season. Gosh. Listen. Did I think it was it's it was by far the worst season of Game of Thrones that's been out there Agreed. but it wasn't like an awful season. And the thing is it's like let's not ignore the fact that at least the first 6 seasons were absolutely fantastic. Yeah. And they had to go off books from 7 and 8. So they right. had to take some risks. It didn't pay off whatever, but we can't disregard that you know the majority of the show was still pretty great. It's just the payoff I believe is the most important part and yeah. I feel like there was character assassination <coughs> because <Lost>. everything stopped <laughs> making sense. It yeah. Just Sense. I, and it was point like really, really to me, yeah. really to me, I, the episode or the whole series, it just ended a little too happy. Oh. That it was like it was like <laughs> it was betrayal. Uh, they threw John it, under a bus. Yes, but also Bad. he didn't die. A lot of people didn't die, and a lot of, like 
you know, spoiler alert, by death. the way, we should just say that, but it's been over a week now since it's aired. But like, you know, Sansa actually ends up Queen of the North. Um, Tyrion, I actually think the character that got the best arc is Braun. Like he yeah. started off as this like broke he's, assassin and now he's the master of the coin. I'm like, that's actually the coolest arc for me. It's like that person who like you're playing Monopoly with and then all of a sudden you look down and he's got like 19 yeah. hotels and you're like, how did that happen? <laughs> right. So it's like there, th- there weren't a lot of choices that I hated. But I was like, I feel like there just could have been better choices. You're just made. L- watching just like, me eye roll. I know, over I know. And I'm I know. Like, my eyes hurt. Like I don't hate that Bran ended up on the throne because I kind of love the idea that they were like, yeah, this is how the wheel is broken. We'll finally have a person on the throne who cannot have any heirs, so we have to move forward knowing that the wheel's that broken with the guy who's got the wheels. Um, <laughs> you know, I didn't like it because in the same episode, Tyrion was like to John, "I was wrong. It should have been mm-hmm. you all along. It should have been you." And then Tyrion, who's in change, is in chains has command of a room with yeah. the most powerful people and they're like what do you think and he goes actually brand and i'm like where how 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 and then yeah. like two episodes before he's like i don't even want any more Tyrion. i don't even want and then <laughs> he's like do you want this he's like why do you think i'm here and i'm like yes oh, that's such a i've got whiplash i'm also in a wheelchair now because that hurt so much my neck got snapped because like i can't wow. follow this chain of events that's happening right. angry angry mad Mad, angry, mad. Angry. I guess I didn't take it as him wanting it. It was him knowing that it had to happen. So it wasn't like a want. It was like a, this is this is the journey that I knew I had to be on. Well, it would have been really cool if his eyes turned blue and he was manipulating this entire thing and he is the Night King. <gasps> yeah. That would have been. But bu- that's what I mean. Like I feel like there could have been bolder choices made. I just didn't hate the choices <laughs> made. Tom. Like a lot of people. Tom's like I don't care. I did watch it. Yeah, you did. I, you watched well, the finale. I watched the finale, so, but it I was, probably made I no sense fell to asleep you. halfway through That's it. That's fair. We, yeah. I was out all day with my buddy. We went to a pizza festival in LA, and so we were drinking all day long. Yeah, and oh, I yeah. passed out watching it at his house. Day drinking is harder, it, yeah. especially when you're older. Yeah, yeah. I I like have a four four p.m. nap. I watched really? it with my friend sure. and her husband, and he, like, right before the episode started, he was like, so who do you think is going to end up on the throne? I'm like, I think it's going to be Sansa and Tyrion. I think they're going to get back together and blah, 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 and whatever. And he's like, there's no way. He's like, it's got to be Arya. And I was like, what? He's like, it has to be Arya. She's the only one who can do this. I'm like, Arya is not a leader. Like, there's no... Th- <laughs> Neither there's, was Bran. Well, no, but I mean, at least Bran had, like, uh, democracy in him or some sort of po- politicalness. Like, Arya is just... She's become a trained assassin. And what made her so badass... She down a beef unit with a yeah, big a hammer. Beef what? unit. But, mm-hmm. but then I was beef like, how do you think it's Arya? And he goes, well, to be fair, I've only watched this season. I was like... Then you get no opinion. <laughs> if you haven't been watching this from the beginning, you would know that Arya would never be on the... Arya would disappear into the mist before she ended up on the Iron Throne. Actually, she's the most consistent character. Actually, I disagree for the very last... Well, I don't know. It, let me rephrase. This isn't a character... This isn't a character assassination is the phrase you use. In the second to last episode, when she rides off on that white horse, I was like, bitch is going to go take care of some shit. Like she was, I was like, she's on her way to kill Danny. I thought she might be on her way to kill John. And instead, she just sort of like rides the horse to the edge of the city, meets up and is like, John, don't be with her. And then just like does nothing. I know. There's so that much was the momentum yeah. to, to uh, the most anticlimactic finishes. Yeah. I, I laughed. Someone on Twitter was like, I didn't think Arya's story was going to end in colonialism. <laughs> mm. That's an American joke that I don't really know the oh. gravitas. Like, she was basically like Christopher Columbus going off to, like... She's going to find America. Yeah. <laughs> Got it. Oh. Got it. I'm back. 
Sup. Uh, yeah. Anyway, should we take a bit of a breaky break and then we get into the email email? Yeah, like I'm sad again. I'm sorry. We'll take a break. We'll get happy again. Okay. All right. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. Okay, we're back, and I have a bit of a uh, Game of Thrones segue here. Um, We have an email from David Barry. It's entitled Hidden Treasure. He says, hello, half-hour crew. Hi, David. (laughs) He doesn't actually say that. I was just, I don't know why I hesitated at half hour crew, because I was like, it didn't have the half hour, it didn't have happy hour. Oh, yeah. Uh, Anyway, so you remember a few weeks ago, before the season started, we were talking about how they were hiding Iron Thrones everywhere? Yeah. Yeah. So he says, you were talking about the hidden Iron Thrones and going on a treasure quest. Uh, A better one would be the Fen treasure. Forrest Fenn, a Santa Fe art dealer, was diagnosed with cancer, so he decided to do a bucket list item. And in 2010, he claimed to have hidden a chest with a million dollars worth of gold and jewels. Shut it. What? To make things more difficult, he said the treasure is buried in the Rocky Mountains, somewhere between Santa Fe and the Canadian border. He wrote a poem that has clues to the treasure's whereabouts, but as of yet, nobody has deciphered it. One thing, four people died searching for it so be what? careful what yeah wait hold Jeez. on I want to actually Four look people? up a, oh yeah gosh. that's maniacal that's horrible. I was like how, imagine being that rich that you could like yeah. create your own Horcrux <laughs> yeah oh this is like Ready Player One with the clues oh to get like goodness. the trillion oh my gosh, dollar fortune and access to the Oasis Wow, that's yeah. cool man the Oasis okay so here um, here's a bit of the poem As I have gone alone in there and with my treasures bold, I can keep my secret where and hint of riches new and old. Begin it where warm waters halt and take it in the canyon down. Not far, but too far to walk. Put Put in below the home of Brown. There's like four more passages. Like, yeah, I got it. I know where it is. Yeah, exactly where it yeah. is. Somewhere between Santa Fe and Canada. You know where that is, Mon? Come you on, that? Finn. Yeah. Step up your game, mate. I'm Wait, rich. <laughs> I'll, read, I'll read the last one. Uh-huh. So hear me all and listen good. Your effort will be worth the cold. If uh-huh. you are brave and in the wood, I give you title to the gold. Listen good in the wood. He rhymes it pretty yep. well. Hells yeah. He's an artist. Uh, um, yeah. How cool is that? There's but, like a real life As if you wouldn't just get like a topography or you just go on. Oh, I shouldn't finish this sentence because I'll uh, do it. No. Just go on Google Earth and see if you <laughs> yeah, can find seriously. it that way. Yeah. Just follow down that stream and then just. Yeah. That's just, interesting. I'm, I'm yeah. A, as a writer, I just don't like the fact that it said listen good. Listen, listen good. Listen well. Listen, well, I know that didn't good rhyme. rhymes with wood. I get it. I'm just saying. It doesn't rhyme. As a writer, as a professional writer over doesn't here, guys, rhyme. I know my English but it language. It doesn't make sense. Uh, very goodly. Uh, all right, I have another one. This was entitled uh, "Natural Peanut Butter Game Changer." Yeah. This was from a few episodes ago. I remember we were talking about we did natural peanut butter. You have to mix it up. Oh yeah. Uh, this is from says. Barry. He says, "Hi ho there, H H H." Wait, H-H-H-H-L-N, in my head done to the beat of shave and a haircut two bits. H-H-H-H-L-N. Hi, Barry. That's five H's. 
H H H H L N. There you go. Hi, Maud. Hi, Barry. <laughs> Maybe she continues that meme sometimes, so I'll roll the dice. Uh, I yeah. like you love some natural peanut butter, but loathe the act of stirring it with a spoon. However, I've learned an immersion blender fits nicely oh, into the jar. Yeah. Keep it in the refrigerator to keep it from separating and save your spoon for its title purpose. No, save your spoon for its true purpose, delivering peanut butter directly into your mouth. Yes. <laughs> fist bump to Maud. Yeah, oh, we actually bump. fist bump. That's cute. And he says, happy snacking, Barry O-L-M-T. What's an immersion blender? It's like those little... Oh, oh I see. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, look, I mean, I'm the kind of shitty housewife that looks at that and it looks more like a... I know everything, Maud. Oh boy! I would not know how to use that or on what foods. Yeah. Well, okay. It's. I just saved myself twenty bucks. Wow. There you go. What is is it doing? It's 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 in a soup pan. You can make my. It's blending stuff. Is that even called a soup pan? Soup, no, that's a pot. No <laughs> more giant. <laughs> it's just a pot. I'll take a pan Look, of soup, please. Look, it's making mashed potatoes. You have no more gloopy potatoes. Yep. That's what it that's says. That's what we use it for. It promises no more gloopy potatoes. Gloopy How many potatoes. power settings are on it? Mm. Oh, Maude, you're so ter- Remember, her mom was a sex therapist. Yeah. Right? That's why Maude thinks dirty all the time. Yep, all the time. All the time. I blame my mom. Uh, I have another good story oh, for I was Maude. actually talking about my mom the other day. Oh. She, the first time I ever taught her like emails and how to save a photo, yeah. she's like, I just sent you an email. And I open it, and it's just got one picture of a condom on it. No, <laughs> I thought you would need this. <laughs> oh my gosh! <laughs> this is your wow. first email to me. That's, That's amazing. Friendly reminder: the first um, safe the f- emails. <laughs> the first picture my mother ever texted me, like when I realized my mother learned how to take a picture with her phone and then text it to someone, yeah. was a picture of my father wearing a leather jacket, Cute. and I was like. What is happening? Mom's <laughs> learning how to text pictures. Dad's wearing leather jackets. Cool. That's being cool. What's yeah. going on here? <laughs> Summer loving happened so fast. <laughs> but it had me a blast. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> okay, I got another good email. Yeah. Uh, this is from Brad. Uh, it's entitled, Spiders are bad, oh. but... Sorry, Maud. <gasps> oh, no. He says, hi, 4HLN crew. It's Brad C. Hi, Brad. Hey, Pause to see if Maud catches her cue. Hi, Maud. <laughs> I'm hitting yeah. miss, but today's good. I had two coffees. I'm going to... Never mind. Okay. I know Maud seems brave when it comes to spiders and such. Hell yeah, I am. But Hold when... me back. Hold me back. <laughs> but when Mark Hamill announced he was voicing Chucky, oh, God. I went down a rabbit hole and ran across this video of Maud's view on yep. Chucky. Tom may want to play-by-play the vid. Thanks for the fun. Oh, dear. It's amazing. I watched it. Maude, I watched this. Let's see. I'll I'll play the... You want to scooch it forward to, like, what, four minutes something? Yeah, hold on. We'll get there. But it's... Okay, here we go. So Maude is... She's... You're interviewing... Lee Winnell, who's the Australian actor, and he directed all the... Saw saw movies, yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Uh, Aristotle's losing it. (laughs) This is Maude crying. At what? Because she just saw a little person dressed as Chucky. Oh. She's literally crying on the red carpet right now. Oh, my god. I watched this whole thing. She's, she's like, actual tears (laughs) to the point where the man that she is interviewing takes the mic from her and continues the interview because Maude has lost her mind. What? She then, like, runs off to a wall and the camera guy films her crying against a wall. The little, the little... The little little person dressed as Chucky and it came at her. Had an axe? Yeah. Oh and my he gosh! Beeline towards me, didn't even it, and it it 
Uh, so, uh, so, could he's a under person. <laughs> yeah, so, he went under the rope without bending. What yeah. was he there for? Was he? Uh, it was a. It was it a was premiere. For... So the story is. Yeah. I and I went to my very first horror house, House of Horrors, uh, at Universal yeah. City Studios, mm-hmm. and I developed um, a, a phobia um, called automatonophobia, because what happened was um, in the in the the playroom yeah. part of the Halloween <laughs> House of Horrors. She already so yeah. disturbed. Um, I, my friends are long gone. <laughs> I will never forget that, Millie and Will, you suck. Oh, um, like they left you yeah, in this room. they kept okay, going. Got it. And this, <laughs> the, as I was like alongside the wall, um, opens the, the toy box and this Chucky is like, yeah, 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 and he like jumps out and he's got this knife and it was like a jack-in-the-box kind of yeah. movement and then he went back inside the box and the lid shut and I was like, I mean, the first thing that I did was slam up against the wall and I think I had a panic attack. Um, my very first one, I'd never had that before. I was yeah. like, why can't I breathe right now? This is awful. And then I, st- I wanted to understand it and I go, oh, my God, it's just a robot. Mm-hmm. Right. It's an animatronic and it's um, motion-censored. Right. So I've just gone into the part where it's opened up. Yeah. So I walk towards it and I go, when I find that this is a robot... I will never be scared of anything ever, ever again. again. Oh, so no. I walk up to it and it springs open and it goes in the same movement. And I'm like, ha ha. And then it gets out of the box and oh, yeah. starts chasing me. <laughs> no. And I, m- oh my, my torso God. turns to run, but my legs don't. Oh, God. So I just flop on the floor. Like I just <laughs> oh, drop no, so what? fast. Wow. And that's why I was army crawling and it's looming over me with this knife. Holy but something has snapped in my brain yeah. where an automatonophobia is the fear of something that's not real coming to life. Yeah. So oh, it's yeah. not Dolls a phobia of little people as yeah. I actually suspected it to be. Right. Um, because I think like that afternoon whilst having a lot of alcohol, I saw a little person and I was like... <gasps> Yeah. Triggered. Yeah, um, yeah. But it's, yeah, it's the fact that it was like a dog, because like mannequins weren't good all of a sudden. Yeah. Know? Oh, I've always been freaked out by mannequins. All of a sudden. Yeah. I went to, like, there was like this weather expi- um, exhibition for Warcraft and they had like a really giant, big, but super realistic orc. Yeah. Couldn't, I couldn't be near it because I was yeah. just waiting for it to blink. <laughs> yeah. Um, and I was just telling him about that and he goes, oh, it's so funny because there's a Chucky just there. And of course I look at it and it just snaps its head and looks at me. Oh my God. And I, <laughs> she yeah. cried on camera. Oh on oh doing gosh. a red carpet interview. And Maud, I watched this this entire interview with so much love in my heart from oh. you. And at the end of it, I went, I don't understand how Maud has ever been hired for another job. <laughs> and I also don't understand how Maud hasn't been hired for every job yeah. since then. It was the most endearing yeah. thing to watch. It makes you real to the audience. <laughs> yeah, it's, you, it's incredible. You're not just some robot yourself. You're human being. I'm a little yeah. bitch, Scared. Guys. I'm a little bitch. I have a little bitch. I would have freaked out too, by the way. Like, <laughs> it was awful. It was amazing. But Lee, was, really Lee nice. was really great throughout yeah. the whole thing. He <laughs> no, was clearly. Yeah. yeah. The, the man you were interviewing like, handled it like that, a pro. That, that clip went viral. That's pretty good. I'm, it yeah. should have. Yeah. It's amazing. Hey, it's pivoting. Pivoting. Pivot. Pivot. Um, pivot. An, another video of mine's going viral at the moment. Ooh, yeah. look at that. A little bit of traction. Yeah. Right. So 200,000 views and counting. Oh, That's nice. a lot of views. I found out Keanu Reeves or John Wick's weakness. Ooh. Compliments. No. <laughs> yep, that's what does him the most harm, I found Oh, out. did you just do the uh, junket for I it? I did, for John Wick. Yeah. And I did research, and there is so much evidence compiled of people having amazing stories. Yeah, but he's like the, the nicest, nicest dude. Guy. Yeah. And yeah. so I was just like, hey, I want to run by some of these stories to see if they're true. Yeah. And they were. <laughs> yeah. Um, like a, a long time ago, Octavia Spencer, who just moved to LA to do acting, um, her car broke down on the side oh. of the freeway. And this oh guy, you know, you know, pulled his micro 
motorbike over, got up and was like trying to talk to her going, do you need a hand? Can I call anyone? He removes his helmet. And it's Keanu, Keanu Reeves. Reeves. And her only response was, please don't look at my shit box of a car. <laughs> um, it was like covered with like, you know, bird poop. Yeah. Um, and he's like, oh, yeah, 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 that happened. Yeah. And he's like, but anyone would have done that. And I was like, it's LA. No, no one would have done that. <laughs> I, no I read one because people have been like tweeting their stories about yeah. their Keanu Reeves experiences. And this one actually took place in Australia. Oh. It's a guy who worked at a movie theater. Oh, yeah. And uh, he worked at the box office. And I guess I forget what movie uh, Keanu Reeves was in town. He was shooting some movie in Australia. And it, it was like a Tuesday. And he went to go see, oh, God, they said the name of the movie. Some Johnny Depp movie or something That's like right. that. Yeah. By himself. And he walked up to the the box office and the guy was 16 years old and like he instantly was like he goes I want to give you my employee discount because he knew <laughs> that to give someone the employee discount they had to sign a piece of paper oh. and he's like then I'll have his autograph and Keanu Reeves goes but I'm not an employee it's yeah, okay I'll, I'll pay, pay for full, full price yeah, and he's like it. oh okay you know the 16 years <laughs> like whatever so he sells him the ticket and then like five minutes go by and then there's a knock on the door into the box office and he opens the door and it's Keanu Reeves standing there with a receipt from the um, uh. from the con- concession stand and he goes I realized why you wanted to give me that discount was probably so you could have my autograph so here you go and hands him a receipt with his autograph on it and then just walks off and casually tosses an ice cream cone into the trash (laughs) and the guy realizes that Keanu Reeves went to the concession stand just to buy an ice cream cone he wasn't going to eat so he could get a receipt to sign it to give to this guy I'm like what? (laughs) Another story was that he waited outside his own rap party in the rain because security didn't recognize him and he didn't want to cause a scene (laughs) Oh, my gosh. Yeah. That was true. You yeah. said that was true? Um, I, he couldn't remember that one. He oh, couldn't man. remember it. That was oh. a while ago. But, I mean, like, when you do nice things all the time, I guess you can't really uh, yeah. identify it. But it's so funny. Like, I actually ended up apologizing because I realized he's an introvert. Mm-hmm. And really? when you have, like, spotlight and attention, he's not doing nice uh, things for the glory of it. You right. Know? He's not someone who gives with the expectation of receiving. He doesn't want anyone to kind of, like, he just does it. Like, yeah. there was another one where he was photographed just chatting with a homeless guy in Central Park for, like, hours yeah. and buying this homeless guy some snacks just to hear his story because you know well and also there's wow. all those pictures about like Whoa. you know paparazzi gets photos of him all the time when he's like about to eat a sandwich and he looks <laughs> so happy about about to eat a sandwich like he's so thrilled to I eat him. I know he's great I love him so. honestly like everyone in the world needs to be better so that this world is better for him you know yes. what I mean? Yeah, we yeah. got to give back to Keanu, man. Yeah. Do you guys watch Last Week Tonight with John Oliver Sometimes, at all? Sometimes, yeah. It's, it's a it's great, great show, but they did one recently on um, the the shitty quality of coroners and medical examiners. They're just not given enough funding. They're not they're not actually properly educated. Like all this kind of shit. And so, uh, and no like coroners the- coroners actually have no requirements to be a coroner. Medical examiners clearly do. Oh, okay, got That's it. Coroners the worst don't. job ever. Well, right, but but they're like the. T- uh, Two thirds of the people who handle deaths in this country are coroners, not medical examiners. Damn, interesting. And so, and like they, they just do all this expose on like the crappy things that happen to dead people because oh. these uh, literally crappy. Yes, <laughs> exactly. But they make they it a point. Jo- I heard that John Oliver's like, I understand that it's difficult to get people to care about this because getting you to care about it means you're caring. You need to care about your own mortality, and people yeah. don't like thinking about true, that. True. Oh, yeah. He's like, so care about it for Beyonce. 
care about it for Glenn Close. You don't want them yeah. to die and then be treated shittily because of coroners and medical examiners and things like that. But it's like getting people to care about something. Do it for Keanu Reeves. <laughs> yeah. Do it. You can't do it for yourself. Do it for Keanu Reeves. What would Keanu do? Yeah. What, what would, would Keanu, Keanu, Keanu do? WKD. He just. I, well, go ahead. I was gonna say I, I I interviewed him only once, and this is years and years and years ago. God, I forget the name of the movie, but he was in it with Chris Evans. And I interviewed the two of them together. Oh. They were cops of some sort. I love it. Yeah. Really? And oh, I'll think of it. And I remember saying to Chris Evans, I, w- I said something like, when you're in these fight scenes with Keanu, did you ever just want to be like, flame on and turn into, because what is he in? the um, Johnny Mentorch. Storm. Yeah. 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 Nice. Johnny yeah. Storm. Human yes. Yep. And, and Chris Evans looks at me and went, no, he's Neo. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, oh yeah, good point. <laughs> Real good point. <laughs> Neo stops bullets, he can stop fire. Yeah, exactly. Sure. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> Keanu just recently, there was a, this was like just a, like two months ago, I guess his flight was, had to be re- yeah. diverted from oh, yes. LAX to... And they landed in like Bakersfield yes. and they had to take a, like a, a he rented van. rented a van and he drove everybody back to their homes in LA. No, well, no, so he, didn't, he didn't rent the van. It was provided by the uh, airline. He was just in the put, van with it. But he was else. reading facts about Bakersfield That's to yes. everyone. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Bakersfield. But like, and then he sure took a picture with everyone. Yeah. yeah. What would Keanu do? What would Keanu, Keanu do? What would Keanu do? That's a great way to live him, life. I just want him to like my new life goal is to just make sure that he's happy. Yeah. And like loved. Is he, he single? Deserves, so, yeah, he is. Oh, <laughs> I don't know. I don't know if he's. Yeah, I am. I don't know if he's like single, single, but I know he's not married. Yeah. But I just like honest. Oh my god, he's so pure and innocent, and I just want to protect that. You know. All right. Yeah. <laughs> That'll be our new goal with this podcast now. Protect, protect Keanu. Keanu. But you can't from... compliment him. Whatever you do. What? I literally was like, I'm so sorry if I'm making you uncomfortable. And he's just like, Maud. Oh, that's so sweet. When though. he said my name, I was yeah. in a good mood for 24 full hours <laughs> after that. Everyone's like, how are you? I was like, all week I've been like mildly depressed. But now I am But Keanu bursting. said your name. Yeah. Can you get all the raw footage from that interview so you have every single word he ever spoke to you? YouTube.com forward slash geekbomb. For the oh, full thing. Okay, wow. Unedited uh, interview? No, we edited it yeah, up just so it's on should... theme. But I got the, I got the files. Mm. Yeah, yeah, you do. Yeah, no, that, you know, that's Maud. be my okay. ringtone, Maud. Maud. Yeah, you you should make Maud. it your ringtone. That's a I'm great like, oh, sorry, idea. This is Keanu talking to me every time. I'm just get you. No big, no big. Tom, you got a story for us? I, I think time for a think story. I do. Uh, let me see. Um, I think we got time on, for a on. story. Oh, hold on. Let's Tom, see how, how it's going I to be like, related to porn. No, or sex I don't. Toys that's or... <laughs> not true. All right. We like our technology, right? Yeah. Two college kids allegedly used counterfeit iPhones to scam Apple out of nearly $900,000. Oh, my God. $900,000? I not this story yet Apple. as well. No, that's yeah. because they haven't read it. And you didn't put it on your website first, Mod. <laughs> and then give me a hard time that I poached from you or something. <laughs> Two Chinese men who were attending college in Oregon. Oregon? Oregon? Oregon. 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 Allegedly used thousands of counterfeit iPhones, counterfeit, to scam a company that probably should have known better, Apple. (laughs) Under the alleged scheme, a collaborator in China would regularly ship packets of 20 to 30 fake iPhones to these two guys who were in the U.S. on student visas. The Mm -hmm. duo would then send those knockoffs with repair requests to Apple. If the company determined a bogus device was eligible under warranty, it would repair it or more often replace replace it it. with a genuine model, usually a new phone, which the students would then send to China to be sold for a profit. Uh, That's actually like epic loophole. That's crazy. I mean, it's fraudulent activity for sure. But like... $900,000 $900,000 worth of fines. I felt bad oh, yeah. slash amazing that I, I inadvertently scammed the system 
at a CVS. <laughs> Did you? What happened? <laughs> so I went to CVS and I bought I bought a whole. It was like my CVS run when you let's like refill like oh, it's yeah. like toilet paper and tissues and makeup and every, yeah yep. like everything. And I bought. It had been so long since I had bought new mascara, so I th- bought three different. Uh, of my Lash Paradise mascaras. by L'Oreal no. by the way it's the best see I'm a Maybelline Voluminous oh. no L'Oreal sorry it's L'Oreal Voluminous oh, this is L'Oreal. where I get screwed up Maybelline has one that's named similarly oh. and I went to go get it and I was like oh I guess they changed the packaging so I grabbed three, three of these mascaras I go and I get rung up and like you know I have that CVS card yep, and they give yep. me all these coupons and you get the really long one whatever <laughs> yes. I saved like 20% on my entire order right I drive home which is three minutes away right I unpack I take the mascaras to where I do my makeup and I'm like I got the wrong mascara I was like I need to go back I was already going back that way anyway so I take the mascaras and then I'm looking in the bag and I cannot find my receipt and I'm like are you fucking kidding me how did I lose the receipt yeah, it's like nine meters long I didn't go anywhere except into my car and home and then that's it so I go back to CVS and I was like look I was like I think I screwed up I was like I, I was like I knew I screwed up I was like I bought the wrong brand can I just exchange them and they're like do you have the receipt and I was like I don't I'm sorry they're like that's fine give us the mascaras we'll give you basically like a gift card and then you just rebuy them with the, the right ones with the gift card I'm like cool so so they give me this gift card and I buy the mascaras and then I realize like I totally got more money back because I had technically used a 20% off coupon oh, yeah. before but because right. I didn't have the receipt they get, they credited me back the full price of those three mascaras and I was like yeah so you got like $5.21 totally I totally had extra money I was like oh what three CVS shops probably have to shut down now I know. because of that but I walked yeah. out being like that shouldn't be right but I guess that I like literally was like I bet people do that regularly there are ways to scam the sis yeah Tom but it's like don't just don't uh (laughs) you know when i was a kid i didn't scam the system but my mom did something pretty awesome for me that Mm kind of scammed the system i Mm -hmm. guess so i was probably i don't know uh how old are you when you love candy and you get free candy and you get really excited from like every five on every age yeah i had like a coupon for a free caramello bar which is a fantastic candy bar yeah Yeah. so i go into our local store and go up to the counter with the, the free candy bar and the and the coupon and the guy says we don't take that here, so I was embarrassed. So oh. I leave. Aww. I got to the car. My mom's like, "Where's your candy bar?" And I go, "They say they don't take it at that store." So she grabs the coupon from me, goes inside, and demands the guy give. Me yeah. <laughs> so he did. He gave me the the candy bar Aww. for the coupon. That's why I love my mom because she. Fought Does your for mom candy have one me. of those haircuts that says she wants to talk to the manager? Yeah, she totally. Yeah. <laughs> she's, got like the, she's always had the hair that's kind of like up. Yeah. Poofy up, like oh, yeah. Up. Not Short. like you know, yeah. Yeah. I wonder about that actually. It's like I'm so good at doing this one hairstyle and if you yeah. guys check back I've been doing it for like 12 yep. years now am I going to have this for the rest of my life and then it's going to be like the 80s version of those women who like oh. had their hairstyle that they never changed Yeah, I like that though if you can go grey gracefully and have you can keep your long hair like that you're going to look great this, does this look is it going to like it's going to look date? awesome no, no. no. I, I mean long straight hair is always pretty much in yeah, it's style classic. Okay. you know Classic. I'm the one who tends to do things to my hair where I'm like, this is super trendy. I'm going to do this right now. And then I look back at photos. I'm like, why? Oh, my god! Don't let me do that. The early, two, the early noughties when we all had like the really Naughties. thick yeah. hair over at one eye. Oh, yeah. Oh. Is that just me? Is that no. what it's called, by the way? The, the like, the, like emo. Yeah. Gotcha. No, wait. Speaking Nauts. of Aristotle. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I just didn't know that. You don't call it the Nordies? Aristotle. I've never where, heard it, but the You guys, sense. don't what? you remember Sorry. last time Aristotle told us he was dying his hair blue? It's not blue. What, what happened? What's happening? He's a dirty liar. He's he's like he's I'm like, embarrassed. About it. Did, you didn't chicken out though, it. did you? Did you? Chi- okay, no. Okay, as long as it's not that you chickened out, I accept <laughs> anything. Do we have to? Do we have to say something bad about a? a, a oh yeah. Do we have a salon or anything? He's so sad. 
We'll talk Boo. to him after the show. Right. We'll figure it out. I'm sorry. Speaking of after the show, we should probably at least uh, someone wrap didn't it up. Someone blew it. With oh it. God, Maude. <laughs> blew <laughs> Olivia head. Wow. Sorry. What? Wow. Bye, guys. Nice. Uh, all right, <laughs> we're wrapping up. Hey, by the way, my uh, crowdfunding campaign yeah. for Heart Baby Eggplant is still going on. By the time this episode airs, we will be in our third week of funding. If you can pledge, that would be amazing. Go to seedandspark.com slash fund slash heart dash baby dash eggplant. I think that's the website. Whatever. It's, You'll on find my, it. it's on my Instagram and my Twitter. You'll find it. There are some really cool perks. You can come to a recording of this. Actually, one of the perks I didn't talk about yet is that you can get an original script from The Big Bang Theory. Oh. Since that show That's has now cool. ended, cool. and this is one of the like actually used by the script, by the yeah. cast scripts, yeah, yeah. not the ones. The ones that you normally find online are like reprints and stuff like that. Um, and these are like the table read scripts, Jeez. which means that they will have scenes and lines in it that never actually made it to air. Yeah. So it makes it even more unique. So that's one of the perks that is on there uh, too. Uh, anyway, if you want to email us, email us at halfhourhappyhourfans at gmail.com. Follow us on Twitter, halfhourhappyhr. Please subscribe to us on whatever you listen to us on iTunes, iTunes Stitcher, Google Play. Um, I always forget. Spotify. That's the one I always forget. How do I forget that one? (laughs) Uh, Rate us and share us with your friends. Okay, thanks. Bye. And keep tweeting us uh, your favorite moments of the show on the Mondays. That's always my favorite, too. Yeah, Yeah. same. You might just get a retweet from me because I'm a sucker for that. Yeah. (laughs) And, uh, you know, just keep in your mind what would Keanu do. Uh, All right, that is it for this week's episode of the Half Hour Happy Hour Ladies Ladies Night. Night. I'm Alison Hayslip. I'm Lord Garrett. Thanks for sitting in with us, Tom Whitewine, Mandango Krajewski, Keanu. Star Bands Audio, a podcast, <clears throat> a podcast network.